0: Namaskar. Hello and welcome to P. Guru's channel. I am your host, Sri Ayer. Today, I am joined by Lieutenant General Ravi Shankar and he is going to give us a slightly different perspective than what I personally have been giving to the viewers and viewers you have uh, you've responded to that and i've published all the comments i've never tried to stop it because my goal of doing this channel is to let a thousand thoughts bloom and you the viewer can make up your own mind on what you think is the right uh, the right thing so let's uh, let's welcome our guest of the evening lieutenant general ravi shankar general ravi shankar namaskaram and welcome to P namaskaram Guru's and
1: thanks a lot for inviting me over once again
0: General ravishankar I am going to start by putting up a cartoon that is about to be released on P-Gurus and this is the cartoon and, and uh, many of us can relate to this. This yeah. was what happened when uh, Krishna was uh, carried across the river. Uh, yeah. This is something that we all know. And and we thought it only appropriate that uh, India, having convinced uh, Russia to hold off for six to eight hours, so that its students can effectively seek a safe place uh, to return back to India, was very poignant and touching. And I'm going to uh, put uh, the question back to you, General Ravi Shankar. My take on this has been like that India should uh, you know reach out or or respond in a certain way, but I think. You, you have been working in India. You've uh, worked with Russia for a long time. You understand how the processes work inside. What I'd like you to do, General Ravishakar, and I'll not interrupt you until you've had your say, is you look at it from both sides, that is from Ukraine and Russia and how India responded. And then you can tell us how you think, uh, what you think of the response thus
1: far. Over to you, sir. Thank you. Uh, thanks a lot at the outset you know that cartoon which you showed is very significant it's significant for the fact it is only india you know it is only india which has been given this passage no other country has been given this passage by russia and accepted by ukraine and it is only india which has about uh, good about 20000 people and about 6 to 7000 uh, children of ours who are studying there and more importantly, two to three thousand people in Kharki, which is one of the worst-hit places, where they are and they've been, they've been pulled out to the best of our ability. Just to put it in perspective, I just saw a clip on the TV, uh, and I've read about it also. The Chinese are hiding; they are not even mentioning that they are Chinese because they'll get hammered. They don't have an evacuation plan. You know, Turkish Turkish people and Turkish boys and kid, girls and Pakistanis have been saying look we are Indian please let us go there will be some issues coming up but by and large I think we wanted a great operation and today I'm proud of the fact that my government has pulled out all the children from there to the extent possible there might be some casualties we already lost two boys there one due to natural calamities and one got shot that's very uh, it's a bad luck one in 2,000 3,000 or 4,000 in a war-torn country where people are dying by the dozens, is okay. So I think that's a good cartoon you've shown. More than the cartoon, it, it depicts a reality of what how we've handled the whole affair. Now, there is a lot of noise in the West that we've abstained uh, from voting against Russia, right? And a lot of people you'll say, why India, great democracy, you know, you should have voted against. I think we should be very clear in this on one side we have russia with whom we have tremendous relations going back to the time we got, became independent we should never forget that it was russia who stood by us at the time of our need every time whether 74 71 giving us uh, nuclear submarines giving us all kinds of help giving setting up our steel plants a lot of things uh, links are with russia It's a different thing that we might, what Mr. Putin has done is not correct. We might be against Mr. Putin, but we can't be against Russia. We have to be with the people of Russia and they're going through a tough time. It is not only Mr. Putin. So we have to be nuanced in how we handle Russia. That's one. Number two, we can't follow the Western model completely because the West has let us down every time, right? From colonial times to the time, you know, whether it was an attack on the Indian parliament, They went and supported Pakistan or anything else, right? And it was USAID, let's not forget, who were totally against us during Bangladesh. But then that's a different story. That's a different era. We now have a strategic partnership with them. We need to see how to take that forward, right? And we have common interests, common geopolitical interests. So we need to have a balanced approach, a nuanced approach in this entire thing. And we also should not forget that Ukraine has not been with us totally in all our uh, you know, international dealings. You're going back into history. I'll not get into details. But at this point of time, Ukraine is in pain and it needs help, right? And we need to reach out to Ukraine. Even that has to be taken into account. So in all this, I think we need to have a, a, a balanced posture as to how to handle this, right? And I think we've done a right thing by abstaining from the vote. While abstaining from the vote, if uh, if one had listened to a special representative in the UN, Mr. Pirumurpi, he said, look, we are abstaining from the vote. And we said he wanted everyone to come to the table and resolve it through a diplomatic process. And he, they also they have qualified by saying sovereignty of nations shouldn't be uh, you know, violated. All this we have done. What's more, I just heard two days back the Ukrainian ambassador to India speaking you know, in an interview. He was very clear. He said, we fully understand your relationship with Russia. We also we also should be clear. Ukrainians and Russians are not different for us till after, Till 91. They are the same stock, same culture. We, you know, For us, both of them are the same, notwithstanding anything else. He said, we understand this completely. We don't expect you to even support. The fact that you abstained is also good enough. But please give us aid and we've given them aid. You know, C17s have gone there with humanitarian aid and brought our children back. You'll be surprised. China has not done that. I was just trolling through the net before coming here. Not a single, I don't know how many countries, but none of the countries which have voted for China or sorry, voted for Russia have given aid to Ukraine. Right. So I think we've done a fairly good thing under the conditions. We brought our children out. We are giving humanitarian aid to Ukraine. We also, in some form, supporting democracy. We also opened, a, we still have a channel uh, with Russia. It's a neutral channel. Tomorrow, if there's a mediation required, I think we are in the pole position to mediate between the two. So to say that, you know, we should tow the Western line is difficult we should toe our line which is to our interests and i think our government has done admirably well in this uh, in this condition which is difficult and remember we don't have a stake in this fight the fight is between nato which is probably the prime instigator as per kissinger and so many others and russia and its uh, designs to you know have its own sphere of influence and the aspirations of the ukrainian people so this is where I am uh, I am open to questions
0: Thank you sir and and viewers I urge you to read uh, some of the comments made by Henry Kissinger as well as an article that Thomas Tom Friedman has written uh, and and these are very good well balanced articles because how they they go back in history and they look at what might have triggered this because this is not something that happened today, it's something that built over from a way, uh you know, 30 odd years, and, and you need to get that perspective right. So, m- moving forward, uh, General Ravishankar, see uh one way to look at it, and I'm not saying this is the right way to look at it, one way to look at it is that Putin got emboldened looking at the way US tucked its tails and ran from Afghanistan. I'm not mincing any words, and 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 the same way could this become a template for China to attack India that is the concern that I have what are your thoughts on and then we can open it
1: yeah sure no no that. I have no problem you have to understand one thing I don't think Putin went in uh, to Ukraine uh, based on the uh, US example that's not right okay well that might might be a factor but I don't think so on the other hand He wouldn't have gone into ukraine because of the us it's an inhibiting factor having got a defeat in afghanistan he would have known fully well that us will go all out to stop him he's still gone there why his fundamental premise goes back to 2008 when there was a problem between south ossetia and georgia right he sided with south ossetia and ran over georgia that war if you see and he applied force ruthlessly in an unrestricted manner and he won the day the second time it happened in 2014 when he showed force and took over Crimea at that time Ukraine didn't do anything they just stepped aside and thereafter he armed the Donbass the the Russian speaking population of the Donbass area and the militias there and they've held Ukraine to uh, you know task or rather they've held them down and tied them down in insurgencies all that remember this is the time 2014 there was a malaysian airline which was overflying yes Ukraine yes, yes unfortunate casualty
0: yeah, of this the yeah. whole
1: thing went off i mean people forget all these right so putin had a template to work on probably he never thought that things will come to this pass this my reading is that he used the template show of force a lot of firepower everything he'll upset uh, you know the government topple the government through four or five quick strikes and imp- put in a government that that plot has failed that assessment fundamental assessment by which russia went into uh, ukraine failed why did it fail it failed because of the information ops by usa info give it to usa they carried out a fantastic information and intelligence operations they uncovered each move of U- uh, russia and made it public to the whole world. In making it public to the whole world, I'm sure they would have given all information to Ukraine. Yes. And Ukraine had full information. With that information, they used it. They found openings. They found a few uh, flaws in the Russian military design and exploited it and slowed it down. And it has come where it is. Right now that uh, Putin has held He'll not stop, he'll go, he's putting in more force and there'll be more misery. I mean, the way I look at it, there's going to be no victors in this. Neither will Putin lose, or neither will Putin win, nor will Ukrainians win. It's going to be a long-drawn affair. It's going to degenerate into an insurgency, right? Putin might win this battle, but he'll lose the war, right? Ukraine might lose this battle, and eventually win the war. But the winning of that war or losing of that war is going to take time. And we are going to be in some pain for a long time. And the geopolitics of the world is going to change because of this. That's my view.
0: Thank you, sir. And, and let's start taking some questions. Yeah. Uh, uh, viewers, we are only taking the first five questions asked as long as they are relevant to the topic. So here is the uh, here are the questions, please. Uh, Mandar Karnik wants to know, what is your take, general, on how we safeguard from Western financial sanctions
1: in the future? These cats are coming now and what will be its impact? Uh, first and foremost, I'm not too bothered about financial sanctions. Uh, for the simple reason, we are not that connected uh, with the financial international financial world as other developed economies are. Right. And one, number two, we've had enough experience of handling sanctions whether it was in 71 71 the word sanctions were not there but we were under a lot of sanctions or during the poker and blast or during the uh, thing later on we've gone through this story there's no this thing. one so now the moment they put sanctions on us the moment they put sanctions on us they're going to get hit back on their own it's going to be a punch back on them because they're going to lose this entire market so that's one part of the story. Okay, they put katsa on us. What? Where will it lead? It will only weaken India. If it leave, weakens India, what happens? What is weakened? How will they then handle China? Today, with the uh, way China is going, it's emboldened China. If the whole aim is to contain China and to contain China, there is no way China can be contained or contended with by USA without India today. As much as we need the West, the West needs us. Gone are the days when you can you could treat India like a you know third world country and go away. Why is it that today we are having a cold meeting? It's not just like that. We have to understand Indo-Pacific construct 50% is Indo, and that is Indian, it's not foreign. So, I don't think we should worry too much about financial sanctions and katsa and all that. You can, yeah, definitely you can talk about that to Russia, which is interconnected with the West, who's got a GDP of only about 1.6 or 1.7 trillion dollars. Not with us. And you're the fastest growing economy. If your fastest growing economy is going to get, earlier the biggest economy, the, the, the second biggest economy, China, is slowing down. Already it is causing economic upheavals in the world and if your fastest growing economy which is going to be the fourth fifth sixth economy in the world which is somewhere in that region you're going to slow it down through sanctions who's going to get hit so you can't spite your face by biting your nose I think everyone will take a nuanced approach right and these sanctions and all are nice to talk it's very difficult to implement i am confident and i am confident that india will has the wherewithal to handle it and to add to
0: your point general ravishankar if you notice if you saw the state of the union address by joe biden there's been a marked change in his stance he has moved yes. much more to the center
1: yeah yeah uh, I he about it yeah, yeah i
0: agree with uh, you and, 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 and this, so there is a lot of clarity in thinking in the present administration in the last few months than what it was perhaps in the first yeah. uh, six, eight months of their uh, re- regime.
1: I and, and completely they... agree with you. This yeah. government, this regime at this point of time is quite uh, rooted and down to earth and pragmatic. Okay. It's pragmatic. I mean, unless they want to throw out a strategic partnership down the chute. Uh, they can impose sanctions and what have you
0: yeah i i also wanted to tell uh viewers see there's a context that has certainly changed what used to be asia pacific is now indo-pacific yes we have to remember this that means the the importance that india has got this didn't come just because somebody renamed it it india earned it and that's something that uh Modi has to uh, be uh, credited for it's not before that you, we never really had that being Indian that national identity that's slowly being built, uh, and, and uh, I am actually I'm very very appreciative of the gesture where India said that we will help all students from South Asia, so yeah, I'm sure right. if you, yeah,
1: see that yeah, you right. don't have to do that, but India did, and that's good. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, uh, next, like I said, I'll reiterate. I think our government is doing just doing the fine thing. Maybe a bit, little better nuancing, but that's okay. That's part of the game.
0: Uh, next question from Ma Tara: Why is the poor Indian taxpayers' money being spent on rescuing these Indian students standard abroad? Very few countries do it.
1: Well, I think uh, it's not a poor Indian ta- uh, taxpayers' money. It's a rich Indian taxpayers' money. It is a rich Indian in terms of mind. It is a rich Indian in his heart who wants to get his people back. And I would like to ask Matara whether she is an Indian or an American citizen. I don't know what she is. And if she gets stuck abroad, she will have to look back to India to get them back. We have got our people back, Indians back. India is the only country which has a proud history of getting people back from Yemen, people getting back from the Gulf, people get, getting people back from natural disasters, people getting people back from even Wuhan, right? And wherever they have difficulty, it is Indians. Indian, we have a great migrant uh, population abroad. Protection of these people is a, is the responsibility of the government of India and each Indian. So I think we, have, we should be very proud at the scale at which we do, and the professionalism with which we do, whether look, Indigo goes, Air India goes, Vistara goes, Air Force goes, everyone does it. We do it by air, sea, land, everything. And people are proud of this. People look to India for this strength. So I don't think we should look at it from the poor, poor Indian taxpayers' money point of view, and India can afford this. And also, before we go to the next question, just I want to add my two cents
0: to what you said, General Ravishankar. When I came to the United States as a student, and this was many years ago, I had, I think, $100 in my pocket, and I was supposed to get my paycheck uh, a month afterwards. And I really didn't know how I was going to pay advance for my uh, room where I was going to be staying in. This is in the United States. How I was going to manage for the first few days because I was completely stretched. And by the way, at that time, it was 8 rupees to a dollar.
1: Yeah, I know. I agree with
0: you. I mean, even at that time, it used can, to be really difficult I can imagine to imagine no. this. So, so the, the, this is, I think, what the government, this is, right? See, this is the dharma india's land sanatana dharma is what it is we yes. care for our people that is the more important thing i think you can always do this uh, you know bean counting and say okay why are we paying did they ask us before we left anyway to have a more 360 degree discussion tomorrow i'm having professor rv and he and i will discuss about our education system and it's because of malaise is something else so let we, so no, look, like, me... so i'll give you
1: that. i'll give you another example i yeah. saw on tv there was a boy who brought a dog back from from uh, Kharkiv. So, it just it just came to me. His name. He was a Muslim boy. Just think, an Indian, a Muslim, gets a dog back from Ukraine. He says, "I can't leave her back there." Our culture, Indian culture, you know, something we have to be proud of. I was very proud of that boy who brought the life, saving life, is our part of our you know ethos. I think, uh, yeah, I think we should take on the next question.
0: Next question, please. Uh, Vishal wants to know, Israel also has deep relations with Russia. However, while they did not criticize Russia, they did not abstain as well. I'm wondering if India could have done the same.
1: Uh, Well, I don't uh, think the the Russian and Israeli relations are as deep as the Indo-Russian relations. And more than that, uh, the Israeli-U.S. relations are far more stronger. The Jewish lobby in uh, USA has a greater connect with the with Israel. That is not new; it is historical. Right? I mean, our connection with Israel uh, with Russia is far, far, far more deeper. It is. I mean, you have to understand. You go to Bilai steel plant set up by Russia. I'm just giving you, and there is Bilai. In those days in the 60s they built an airfield there which is still operational right the kind of infra- infrastructure they have built here one of the iits was initially built by russia of course others also gave in, uh, chipped in okay a lot of our cement plants have been built by russia at one point of time we were being more a lot of our army was being trained in russia Bangladesh wouldn't have come about if Russia was not there. They just gave us a blank check. Those of you who do, who have not lived through '71 will never understand this. Just think of an aircraft carrier called Enterprise coming off the coast of Chennai. A full The 7th Fleet and Russian submarines coming there and then these people going back. That's the kind of relationship we've had. For every time we went to UN, Russia vetoed or stood by us or voted against China, against Pakistan. At that time of need, we have to stand by them. Russia, again, I want Russia. Yes, there is a case that we might not have, we should not have, or rather we should not stand by Mr. Putin mulishly for what he doing. But that's a nuance which I think I'm sure things will come out
0: uh, next question, please. Sachin Sharma wants to know how to fight the misinformation in such a conflict time. On whom to believe and whose narrative to see as the truth?
1: Yeah, I th- th- that's a very genuine question because everyone is giving out his narrative, and everyone has his own truth, and his, everyone has got his own concept of truth. All right, and for a common man uh, who's living in a particular environment, for example, if if you are living in USA you would be bombarded with all the U.S. news and uh, the Russian television everything will be totally blanked out. So you wouldn't know what it is. If you are in India, you'll get the Indian version. If you are in Israel, you'll get the Israeli version. right? So it depends on where you are and how you're going to get this thing. But the only way, I mean, look, uh, only way is you have to go by your gut feeling and your own interests. I am an Indian. Uh, I have my experience with me. Uh, I've been uh, dealing with USA, I've been dealing with Russia. Uh, Look, mind you, I've got some very good friends in USA. I'm not talking of personal, I'm talking of official. I've got very good friends in Russia, right, professional. And you then come to know the characteristics of each of them and what their interests are. And you, you have to trust people like some people you have to trust to say, okay, what this chap is saying is right and go by that. When you hear me, I, I'll i always give the Indian version. I will not give you the, uh, I'm not bothered about the US version or the German version or the French version or the Russian version. I would like to see what it is written for me. So you have to see it from what it is written for you. From that point of view, start analyzing things. And then you start believing. And make your own judgment. After all you are reading newspapers, read both sides of the story and you'll get it. And
0: last question now, please. City of Joy wants to know, sir, your inputs on Turkish drones, javelin, and stinger missiles used in Ukraine. Also, is India capable of handling invasion like this from our neighbors combined?
1: Look, uh, first and foremost, forget about combined and all we are we'll handle. Our history suggests so. Didn't they try in Kargil and got a kick? They didn't they try in Eastern dark and went back? There's a difference between Ukraine. And Russia, there's a difference in force levels, experience, the dynamics. Not with us. Whether they come combined, or piecemeal, or they get two, three chaps more, we will stop them. India has got the capability, barring sixty-two. I, I I'll agree, sixty-two we we muffed it big time. Six, leave sixty-two out. 65, 71, 67, Natula, Eastern Ladakh, Doklam. We've stopped China and Pakistan in their tracks. Just to give you some information, uh, I was speaking to a Taiwanese in the afternoon in a, uh, you know about the, the fallout of the, this entire Ukraine affair on China, Taiwan, and India. Now, he told me, he says, look, when India stopped Doklam, it was a rude shock to China. They never expected it. Okay. And then, there are all kinds of divergent views in China. Don't think China is a monolith And what Xi Jinping the last janitor in China thinks about it. No, it doesn't. There are views, there are issues, there are opposition. It's a one-party system, fine, but there are views in China. A lot of people said, why are you entangling with India? A lot of people I have read in open literature say, look, don't entangle with India. There's a limit to where you can entangle with India. Beyond that, they'll start hurting us. They might You might win against them, but we'll start hurting. That's what's happening. In fact, if you look at it, Russia, like I said, might win against Ukraine, but it'll lose in the, the, the larger picture. China, if it comes to us and picks up a coral, It might win, might, no guarantee, but it will lose in the long run. Right? One, number two, just take Eastern Ladakh, take Doklam, which is, and take the Chinese history, where in Chinese history has it taken a step back in the recent past 30 years, 40 years, Doklam, they had to go back. They have exp- expanded a little into Bhutan. I understand that. And we know that. It is not as it was lost on us. Eastern Ladakh, they've had to go back eight kilometers after breaking their own bunkers, which they've made in our territory, in Pangong, so it has never happened. Yeah, they're holding on to Depsang and all that. I know that. But it will get resolved over a period of time. It's a matter of time as far as I'm concerned. And one has to have patience with Chinese. You can't do it overnight. So, first and foremost, this Ukraine-like situation against India is unimaginable. Across a 3,200-kilometer border, if China comes somewhere, we will go somewhere else. Right? So, don't worry. And China doesn't have that kind of capabilities to even dream what Russia is doing to Ukraine or attempting to do to Ukraine. So be rest assured about that. And I am telling you this with the knowledge I have acquired over 40 years of serving in all these areas.
0: In fact, to add to what uh, General said, you should read his article today uh, in his website, gunnershot.com, And you will understand yeah, what uh, <coughs> about India being able to make uh, deep penetration into China. There's a very important section that he has mentioned in that. It's a superb article, sir. That's what triggered me to invite you for (laughs) this talk.
1: (laughs) Thanks, thanks a lot. In fact, uh, I would like to tell all the viewers I've written two articles on the lessons of the, uh, uh, you know, this Ukrainian uh, conflict, the non military lessons and the military lessons. Two articles in the past two days. Please go to my blog, uh, www.gunnershot.com. You'll see both these articles. Go through them. If you have any questions, please put them up. I'll try and answer.
0: Uh, thank you very much, General Ravishankar. And in my opinion, this is one of the best hangouts we've had. Because the idea here is to educate you, the viewer. Don't take our word for it. Educate yourself. That's what everybody says on our panel. Read, read, read. Make a and comprehension. And develop that understanding. This is the right thing, and it you know, it'll help you in the north and And General Navishankar, thank you so much, sir. I'm sure we're going to revisit in a couple of weeks time because this is a, you know, a moving situation, fluidic situation. Who knows which way it's going to go. But uh, thank you so much for taking your time out of your schedule to talk to our viewers. And once again, viewers, don't forget to like, share and subscribe to our channel. And please click on the bell button for notifications.
1: Namaskar, sir. Namaskar. Thank you.